0: Delta Green, the role-playing game is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doomvision are playing Extremophilia, a scenario set in the world of Delta Green. Extremophilia was written by Shane Ivy and published by ArcDream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information for this episode will be listed in the description.
1: To uh extremophilia. Woo! It sounds like a disease.
2: It really it does. does. I got really
1: bad extremophilia. <laughs> I gotta take some antibiotics for my
2: I might have some cream <clears throat> for that.
0: What does extremophilia mean? Maybe we should Google the definition. A fear of the extreme. Or an obsession with the extreme.
3: Say philia is love of. Phobia is fear of. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, an extremophile is a microorganism, especially an Ar- archaean, 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 that lives in ex- conditions of extreme temperature, acidity, alkalinity, or chemical concentration.
0: Is that a hint? No. <laughs> he smiles as he says, no. I shouldn't have Googled that. All right. Uh. <laughs> Hold on, I want to change my character sheet. <laughs> I got put you. It more case.
1: Case. I'm going to smack your hand.
2: I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm really thankful that I picked the profession that I did now.
1: Uh yeah. Um anyway, so what we're going to do is so this is the campaign that's set in Helena where we live uh or at least near Helena, Wait, whatever. Anyway, we live in Helena in Lewis and Clark County where this is set. Um so we were like we got to play this. This is what are the chances that somebody wrote a wrote a Scenario here. Chances are Shane Ivy did. Pick any any place in the United States. Pick anywhere in you know the world, and they you know Shane Ivy wrote it here. So this was written by Shane Ivy in 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, so what we're gonna do is for fun, we're gonna play ourselves, but like kidless versions of ourselves who are kind of more successful and. (laughs) Probably have big houses up on the hill or whatever.
0: Unless you guys, you know, you, you subscribe to YouTube and <laughs> like and follow this podcast, you can make
1: this dream a reality.
0: And follow here on Twitch. Uh,
1: yeah, do all that stuff that supports us. Otherwise, uh, we're just gonna keep making it and be bummed about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: espresso, espresso.
1: So, uh, right, let's get into it. Let's 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 get into the show. Right. But now we're going to play ourselves. So. Hi, I'm Troy. Is this Troy character or Troy player?
0: Uh, out of character, Troy. Troy the, Troy the uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: All right. Well, here. All right. Let's start. Set okay. the scene. All right. It's Helena, Montana. March or May of 2023.
2: Oh, it's right now.
1: It's right now.
2: Right now. Right meow.
1: Did you say meow? Uh, Guys, you're probably wondering why I, uh. Called you here?
0: Yeah, Kevin. I'm. I'm not gonna lie, buddy. It's. A, it's a little weird on a Saturday. Like, we were just gonna go out for a nice jog before we, you know, paid the gardener.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I forgot how successful you were. Yeah, um, Kevin.
0: Wh- why is your voice so deep? Quit acting weird. Talk. Talk normal. Sorry. Yeah. Why <sighs> are you
3: even acting so weird?
1: Uh, I Did have he a... start
0: smoking again?
3: I'll strangle him.
0: I'm smoking a cigar.
1: (laughs) Um, Guys, I uh, got something to tell you. It's a little bit of a crazy thing. You're not going to believe me.
0: Are you guys getting divorced? Uh, This will be news to me.
1: I already gave you the big D. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, No, guys. um, It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird to say this, but I belong to a secret organization.
3: I mean that's you, not so weird. It's
0: not the weirdest thing I heard. What are you a Mason?
1: Nope, I belong to a, a program. It's called Delta
0: Green. Is it like AA?
1: Uh, no. It's uh. Anyway, what I what basically what I need is I need your help.
2: What kind of help? Yeah, you need to
3: elaborate there, honey. So.
1: <laughs> Do you want me to give you a rundown of what the, what the program is?
3: That might be helpful.
1: We're embedded in the upper echelons of... <laughs>
0: <laughs> upper echelons of... Of
1: the government. To stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world.
0: Didn't you storm the Capitol on the 6th and now you're working <laughs> with the government?
1: Don't you fucking... <laughs> you know, the FBI going to be... No, I did not storm the Capitol. How dare you? <laughs> We're in a fictional version of of, of Montana. We didn't...
0: the capital wasn't stormed.
1: Uh, okay, so, so you're in a in a okay.
0: secret government agency. Uh huh. Yep. Okay.
2: Right. Like Men in Black.
0: Close. Jess, has he gone to the doctor recently?
3: I'm tempted to take him to the ER.
0: Did you Did you fall in the shower again? I never fall, fell in the shower in this universe. You fell in the shower.
3: God damn it! Yes, I did. All right. Did you
0: hit your head? <laughs> This roleplay is, is
1: hard because like, I have to be myself. I can't be like alter ego somebody else. Can't be like Handler Marcus. No. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm concerned about
0: your mental this health. This is
1: Handler Kevin we're talking about. And uh, oh,
0: so now you have an alter ego. You call yourself Handler.
1: I got a neck tattoo that goes around my eyeball. <laughs> um And I got nipple rings. So. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, we got our Prince Alberts on the same day. <laughs> we can link them.
0: And with my Jacob's ladder. <laughs> oh God! <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so guys, uh, I just need you to believe me. That would make this a lot smoother. Um, and uh, I, 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 I could really use your help. We got—we have an operation here in Helena. Are you guys willing to give me a hand with this?
2: I mean, what—what what does this entail? What kind of help are you asking for? Wait, guys.
3: Okay, this has got to be, like, some elaborate prank. Like, he loves to, like, he's the flair for drama, you know. He, like, he is a touch dramatic. Like Do you he have a badge? He likes to create games, though. I, like, this is going to be some sort of escape room, I is bet. Is this an augmented
0: reality game?
3: It might be. Like, I bet you anything, he's, he's Damn it, this options. is real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I pull out, like, this envelope, and I say, um,
0: I made you guys FBI badges. <laughs> Um, buddy, I think that's illegal. These are real.
3: Um Jess, are those real? Can I see it? And
1: yeah, and <laughs> I hand it to you and I, and I'd say I've been faking my job. My real job is in the FBI.
2: Troy, I think we need to give them a minute. I feel like Jess is about to lose her shit.
0: Yeah. Uh I pull up my ankle gun. <laughs>
3: Put your penis away.
0: We're going to step out and check on the lilies. We'll be right back.
3: What do you mean you've been faking your other job?
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: so I've been faking my other job. Really, in reality, I'm I'm truly an FBI agent. Agent uh, Peterson.
3: So, question.
1: (laughs) But also, I belong to a secret program.
3: This so is this is what you do all day when I'm at work.
1: Uh, yep.
3: You know, maybe they should come back in because I might kill you if there are no witnesses.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, Troy and
2: I have our ears to the door, like <laughs> in friends.
3: I, like I have a glass that I'm trying to listen,
0: <laughs> but it, but it's through like that door, through the we like the glass you. door. You, got, you guys can physically see me on oh, the other like- side. All I hear is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: my uh my last agents they unfortunately died.
3: And so you want to bring your friends and your wife in?
1: Uh you're the last people I need and it's here in Helena this this job. Okay. What, I was told by the higher ups that I need to bring in agents.
0: What what's what's the mission?
1: Um do you hear about that cop that died the other day?
0: Uh yeah, what was his name?
1: Fred Jacob
0: Fred Jacob? Yeah. Yeah. He died?
1: You heard about that in the paper? Yeah, I think I heard
0: something about that.
1: Yeah. So we kept enough of the information out of the paper. Really what happened is he died from toxic shock from massive heavy metal poisoning. So he had high elevations of cadmium, arsenic, and zinc.
2: Do you have the lab reports?
1: Uh, I do, yes.
2: I'd like to see those.
1: Okay. And so he hands you over, like, this medical examination. I mean, I do. Mm -hmm. Um... So the condition came on suddenly, uh, only over the course of a couple of days. Contamination was widespread. His digestive system showed high concentrations of heavy metals, um, but so did his circulatory system, brain, and organs, in levels that
0: ought to take months to accumulate. Was he a uh, was he a Helena native, or did he spend any time in, like, Butte? <laughs>
1: uh, no, no, he, yeah, he lived here.
0: Huh.
2: Is there any additional information that I would be able to glean or summarize? Yeah,
1: so, I mean, there's no reports of any industrial accident that would explain this kind of poisoning. Um, if you look on the that medical examination form, there was some strange uh, strangeness found in his gut flora. So, very low levels of regular kinds of bacteria, um, as you'll see there on that report, um, they were seemingly replaced by different unknown by a different unknown kind of bacteria. Um, it's incredibly robust, even in the presence of heavy metals that somehow raced through his system.
3: So these metals, what are they again?
1: Um, cadmium, arsenic, and zinc.
2: Well, so Arsenic and, will kill anyone.
1: And you'll look on that corner's report. It, ha- it lists the cause of
0: contamination as inconclusive.
2: Hmm.
0: Anything sticking out to you? I mean... Dr. Green?
2: It, all I can tell is the facts that it's... I mean, I'd like to examine the body, obviously, and if they took samples...
0: Oh, you want to examine his body, do you? That's just a Troy thing.
1: Um, so, Okay. we have an EPA agent and state investigator that began studying recent environmental impact uh, statements and
0: taking ground and water samples. Well, I know here, like, next to the lead plant, they had high levels of lead. Did he live in East Helena? Did he live in... Uh, no, he just lived in Helena. Do you
2: Um, have
3: his address?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, I'll give it to you.
2: Has his home been searched for those contaminants?
1: Uh, no, not yet. That would be something that you guys could do. Um...
0: So what do you want us to do?
1: So... Your real purpose here is going to be to determine whether or not Deputy Jacob's strange condition indicates any unnatural threat.
2: Unnatural? What do you mean, unnatural?
1: Supernatural. These things
0: exist. I've seen them myself. You're fucking with me now.
2: Are you talking like ghosts and the Boogeyman?
0: No, I'm... He's talking about Bigfoot and aliens.
2: And you're always
3: the person that tells me that I'm a kook for, like, believing in ghosts and stuff. Like, What?
1: Well, you know, uh, this is real.
3: So, the- I
0: feel like my life is a lie right now. <laughs> You've been married to him ten years, and apparently he's a secret FBI agent.
1: So, if you do find a, a supernatural threat, and an unnatural threat, um, identify it, neutralize it, destroy the body, <laughs> minimize any human exposure, so it doesn't spread. Um... I need you to look for evidence that can justify restricting the investigation as a classified bioterrorism case. That'll allow um, we at the program to keep the EPA and state investigators, and local FBI out of it altogether, restricting it to just you
0: agents and EPA. Are you coming with us? You sound like you're just sending us on a on a an adventure.
1: I, I, I can, but I didn't make a character sheet. <laughs> Handlers don't usually go with their people, So,
0: so you're gonna send your wife Be- because because I'm
1: handlers. They're usually like, I got like the the I got the if you need me for something, that I can help you. Um, Are we gonna have some pillow talk, I, talk about I'm, this? Since I'm embedded in there, you know, as like a, you know, as like a secret person doing illegal things, like. <laughs> So you're gonna you be playing
0: Angry Birds on your phone while we go investigate something for you?
1: I can go with you. It's fine. I, I, I'm talking. This is real Kevin talking. I, I can go with you. I'm just saying like, like
0: typically
2: you know, handlers this, don't.
1: Typically handlers. This don't.
0: is in character Troy talking to in character Kevin. Right.
1: Uh, but if you guys need anything, let me know, and I, and I can facilitate. That's my job as the handler of this.
0: Jess, we have operation. an extra bed here if if you need it.
2: Thanks, Boo. Have they quarantined his house?
0: Um.
1: No, as far as they know, it's not a. Not widespread. They don't know enough about it to know that it's.
2: That's what we're here for. Regardless, um, I would like uh, masks.
1: It's its turn.
2: Gas <laughs> masks for all of us going into that house because we don't know if it's airborne. Um. Wait.
1: Also, I'm having um, some weird
3: PTSD about gas masks, guys.
1: <laughs> there's a few anti-government militia and white power groups in the region who could be framed for this, for bioterrorism. If you need a Patsy, and can plant the right evidence.
2: Well, that sounds highly illegal.
1: Uh, yeah, that's uh, what we do.
2: So you're a government agency that gets a free ride to do illegal things?
0: I've been see all these conspiracies that you've been giving me shit about.
1: Um, we don't get a free ride. If you're caught, we don't know you.
2: We're fucked, is what you're saying. That's correct. I lose my license, go to jail.
1: But the other the other part of it is, if this is bad enough, the entire city, the whole state, country. That's why we do it. It's, it's worth the risk. You could save a lot of lives.
0: Kevin, a moment, please. I ain't buying any of this shitty song. He's full of shit. He's fucking with us. You know, Kevin.
2: Apparently, we don't.
0: You know that this is. This is probably just another version of a tabletop game that we've played, just like in life, like an outside and- escape room.
2: That's fine, but what if it's not? That's what I said. Okay, so if it is, we play along. We have a fun game that we get to play and experience and whatever. But if it's not, if it's real,
0: okay. this, let,
2: this outbreak could be huge.
0: Let me pose this question to you. What government agency in their right mind would give Kevin credentials to anything? How dare you? You can't hear me.
1: Oh, sorry. I have a glass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's on the outside of that glass door.
0: <laughs> oh, no, we can we can play along and and see what it is. I pull,
1: I pull up my FBI thing and I hand it to you. And I'm like, "There's my badge."
0: How much were that? How much was that on Amazon? And
1: uh, you, you, using your using one of your skills, you realize it's totally true and real.
2: Can I roll a human on you?
3: Sure. Can I roll a divorce check? Sure. <laughs> that firearms, right?
0: <laughs> I want to roll one too, Kevin, because I, th- I think you're full of shit right now. I believe him 100%. Did you fail? 89. Hmm. I failed too, 61
1: you want to roll?
0: You want to roll?
3: No, because as your wife, I feel like I would have an inkling of trust with you.
1: <laughs> Listen, I had I had to keep you safe. You don't know but what's now out you're, there.
3: Now you're putting me in it.
0: I guess. <laughs> Kevin, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the bait. I'm gonna believe you, but I want you to come with us. <laughs> okay. Can I roll really a persuade?
1: Oh sure, I, I, we just created the, your character. I know how big your persuade is.
3: Oh, you know how big it is, huh?
0: Oh, it wouldn't have mattered. That's a six <laughs> percent. I guess I'm going with you guys. <laughs> you don't have to go in the house, but I want I want to see something before I'm, I'm going to be f- fully invested in this. All right.
1: Okay. Well. Where would you like to go first? Do you want to go see the body? Do you want to go to his house? Doctor? Officer? um, Sergeant? If you guys need supplies... Officer? um, We have what's called... We call it a green box. I have uh, some coordinates there. It's a supply cache just outside of
0: Helena. Do we need supplies?
3: Well, This is a biohazard, potentially.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not stepping foot in that house without full PPE. Like a hazmat? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hundred percent I'm not stepping in that house. If this is real, none of us should go in that house without PPE. Well,
0: are, are they should we go check out the body first then? And then we'll go check out the cash.
1: Um, would you would you as a so we didn't say what we were, out oh, of character. Yeah. So you're a
2: dermatologist.
1: Okay. And you're a
0: I'm a program manager of a company that produces uh, microchips for the military.
1: And you are?
3: And I'm a probation and parole officer with the Department of Corrections.
1: Like Law and Order.
0: Marisha Hargitay.
1: Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay.
0: <laughs> you only get that joke because I showed you the love guru. <laughs> uh...
1: It's like when he hits him over the face with a mop of pee. Anyway, love, Guru. It's, Stink it's, pop. it's, it's the Quebec pizza. <laughs> Pop-Tart with the ketchup. It's good. It's good. Oh, uh, that movie's so dumb, but funny. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so, he says, uh, you'll need metal detectors to find the, uh, to find the green box. But uh, You say that? I mean, we do. I have some in my trunk.
2: Do you guys want to go get that while I go take a look at the body?
1: No, I want to see the body too. Um, would you have hazmat suits at your place? No, Does that makes sense. Okay, no. Uh, I so not. you can actually get those at St. Pete's. Okay. According to the game, <laughs> it okay. actually says go to St. Peter's and get yourself a hazmat suit. So.
2: All
3: right. Uh, yeah. Let's go check out the body. Then we'll then we'll go check out the green box or whatever the hell he's calling it.
0: You guys want to take my car? Our car?
3: Sure. Up in the Jeep? It's
0: a 2023 Cadillac Escalade with 24-inch spinner rims on it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm kidding.
1: It's
3: Gator just, just the, the chip. A hatchback. <laughs> the hatchback. It's
1: was a 1982 Honda. 83
2: <laughs> Honda. Well, if they drove to our house. I mean, they can take their own car and just follow us there.
1: It's going to be a long drive.
2: <laughs> take <taking> my Wrangler.
1: <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, so
3: I need, to, I need to clarify something. I really do work for the Department of Corrections, and I really do have a wrangler. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> um, is the body at St. Pete's?
0: Uh, yes, yes, it is. We so, get, kill two birds with one stone, then, huh?
2: Yeah. Do they have an inkling of what's going on? Is it quarantined and secure?
1: Um, you have to find out. Fuck. Okay, let's we, we go. We have very limited
0: information. Don't you have Please. a contact over there? At St. Pete's,
2: yeah, I have a couple of friends not in the morgue.
0: Would you know the coroner?
3: P- probably I might. not, not <laughs> as a <laughs> you dermatologist. Make a huh?
2: Actually, I I would. Yeah, she probably would.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So
3: our coroner is with our sheriff's department. So, yeah, I can make I can make a call.
1: Okay. Um. So you want to call ahead to the coroner?
3: Yeah. Okay. And, s- and find out if there's anything that we need to know going in.
1: Okay. Um, sure. So... <clears throat> you... You call ahead. And... You... Get the... Uh, coroner's assistant... Um, and they say, um, "Yeah, this is the coroner's office. How can I help you?"
3: Hi, this is a uh, probation parole officer, Peterson. Uh, so I am on a task force of sorts. Um, I'm working currently with the government, and we are doing the um, outside inquisition on Deputy Jacobs. Oh yes. So. Just so I can prepare myself and my and my compatriots. Is there anything that we should know, like level of security? Is there any any environmental um, security issues we should know about?
1: Um. Well, we did discover that he has um, poisoning. Yes. Um, it, Are we
3: needing PPE for this? Um. Or or I mean best Well oh, the
1: the corner's uh homesick at the moment. Um so I don't know And okay, like
3: well, the- I guess best practice would be PPE so um just so you know we are en route we were we will be stopping by Saint Pete's to grab our PPE and then we will be there to start our Inquisition.
1: Okay. Um Okay. Sounds good. Um we'll expect you.
3: Alright, thank you so much for your help today. Thank you click. Bye. Bye.
1: So, <clears throat> alright. Alright, so you guys want to head over to St. Pete's. Yep. And
0: three hours later.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you in the waiting room <coughs> for <laughs> three hours.
2: We have FBI badges.
1: <clears throat> uh, we have somebody with a paper cut ahead of you. It's going to be about three hours. <laughs> also, uh, Make sure you have insurance. Otherwise, uh, we're just going to bill you anyway.
3: <laughs> Payment at the time of services, <laughs> sir. Sorry, your
1: your insurance only covers um, nothing.
3: <laughs> sir, this is a phony baloney insurance card.
0: <laughs> Kevin, I need you to make me a real insurance card real quick.
1: All right. So you guys head over to St. Pete's. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know in in St. Pete's where the real dead bodies are located. The morgue is I in the basement. The basement. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, and you walk in and you see that coroner's assistant.
0: We're not in where the body is, right? No. Okay.
1: So the county coroner's name is Brian Holsey.
3: Okay.
0: Um, just so you know. He's the one that's sick right now, though.
1: Yeah, he went home sick. Um, uh, and his assistant is Janet Reese. Okay. And so uh well, is the, okay, so is the, really quick, the coroner's office, it says the coroner's office is a few blocks from the sheriff's headquarters.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. But the sheriff's headquarters has moved since that has been created. Okay. But
2: I think the body would be in the morgue at this point, wouldn't it? Um. It
1: says the body's
0: at the county coroner's office. Oh, okay. So. Um. Well, we need to go to St. Pete's and get PPE before we go there, then. Yeah
2: rewind mm-hmm. sorry mm-hmm.
0: my bad um,
1: alright
2: so we're going to I meet was thinking that the coroner's
1: office would be at the hospital for some reason not like we had like a special place for it I, just I, thought think that... I would think
0: the body would be at the hospital is before it it's the... transported to a state crime lab
3: or the state crime, crime lab All right, which so. this is an officer so it might that might be the case it might be going to the state crime lab it says That's the coroner
1: assumption. shares a building mm-hmm. with the county probation and parole office
3: No, yeah it used to be it okay. used to be right next door to my office in the basement.
1: Okay, so this was written in 2017. Okay, so... We're in 2023. I don't know if we were That's funny, wanna, like,
3: because the sheriff's office used to be stationed in the same building as the jail, which is about a block away from my office. <laughs> but now they're on 406 Fuller, which is, like, up and over.
1: Alright, so we'll have, to, we'll have to do a little bit of, like, retconning and figuring out, like, where these places are in <laughs> nowadays, fine. you know? Uh, but when this was written, it was in 2017 when things were a little different. So, um...
3: Isn't that wild that I know all this shit?
1: <laughs> That's I, I when I read this, I was like, I gotta ask her if it it still is because um, you never mentioned it that it was there. Nope, it used form. to be.
3: We get mail from Mickey Nelson all the time though. He's dead. Uh,
1: okay, so she says. Um, so Janet Reese, um, she says. Um, so you guys, you guys make your way to and it's easy enough to get, you know, hazmat suits and stuff from St. Pete's. You know, being a physician, you say, hey, I need these and you get them right
3: say that there's an outbreak of herpes in your clinic Like <laughs> a wicked herpes it's super herpes
1: um, and so you guys get your hazmat suits and then you make your way over to the coroner's office and you go in and you see Janet Reese and she says um, yeah um, just right through there is the body um, let me know if you need anything uh, unfortunately I'm just an assistant um, so I don't have much that I can do for you um, that's all right. Unfortunately, Brian is uh, out sick today. Yeah, what's so.
3: going on with Brian? Like, what kind of sickness does he have? Oh,
1: I think he has something that's been going around. He's uh, been...
2: rolling a human on this lady. Didn't he get it before or after Fred came in?
1: Um, he was sick the day after.
2: The day after? Yeah. Exp- Exposure. Okay. I got an eleven percent. She uh, hiding
3: anything?
1: Uh, no. She seems to think that he's just dead. You know, I mean, he would have called in and been like, "Hey, I'm sick." Okay. You know?
3: It's weird that he's kept the office open even though he's not here. Like.
1: Oh, um, well, you know, there's lots of paperwork to be filed and whatnot. That's what I'm working on right now.
3: Right, Okay. So, um,
1: but unfortunately, if we had, I would have to call in the sheriff uh, if we had any bodies that need oh, to yeah. be examined. Oh yeah.
3: Sheriff. Um, uh... Uh,
1: Potter. Air Leo Potter. Potter. Fun, Leo. fun fact if, for those listening at home: the real sheriff's name is Leo, and then his real last name. But then in this game, it's Leo Potter. So
3: I mean, his
2: his name is public knowledge; it's all over the county website. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> well, go look it up.
3: Um.
2: <laughs> well, let's put on our PPE gear before we go in there. Okay. Um.
3: Yeah, I'm also gonna have my. My weapon on me, my duty weapon.
1: Okay, so yeah, you guys don some some of that, right? And uh, make a so so you start examining the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so go ahead and make a medicine or a relevant science skill.
2: Science biology.
1: That would work. Yeah. Um,
2: or med Well, let's do do medicine. whichever
1: one is be- is your is better for you.
2: Medicine's higher. 47
1: under 80. Okay. I'm not rolling. Oh, okay. Cool. She can take
3: care of that stuff. (laughs) So
1: you look at his... You look at his, um... Initial report. And he was clearly only seeking the cause of death, not anything else. Um... So you start looking for things that the coroner didn't even think to examine. One of them is that this unknown gut flora seems to be thriving on the heavy metals in Jacob's system. Even though the rest of his body is dead, it is still thriving. So, like, I picture you pulling, like, you know, things out of him and then, like, looking at it under a microscope, taking, you know, many hours. And his gut flora has, like, fungus-like spores and you find these spores in other organs. Uh, as if carried intact from his digestive system into the bloodstream.
3: Um, I want to check uh, arms, wrists, hands, in between fingers, in between toes for any injection sites. Because maybe somebody injected him with some of these heavy metals.
1: Okay. Yeah, you don't find that. Okay. Um, so another thing that you've noticed is that his decomposition rate is... Weird. It is not. The body has not decomposed normally. In fact, it's not decomposing at all.
3: Hey guys, have you ever seen The Last of Us?
2: <laughs> yeah. Funny,
1: we just played that game. <laughs> um, this gut flora seems to be rekindling dead cells and repairing damage, infusing them with energy and neutralizing cell death factors.
3: Nope, oh, we get the fuck out of here. Gut
1: flora that began to die with the body's death had begun to revitalize and change. So, um, if you want to an- analyze his DNA, yeah, um, you'll have to s- send that off to a lab.
3: I kind of want to just get some and hydrochloric acid and fill his insides with it.
1: Um, <laughs> Yeah, you'll need, you'll need to send it off to a lab, um, and it'll take um, a D6 worth of days to come back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that.
1: Uh, okay. Do you want to, yeah, just roll a D6, and that's a long... I'm get just afraid
2: wait. that, like,
3: by shipping this out to the state crime lab, that we're just furthering exposure.
0: Not if it's prepared properly.
1: Yeah, if it's no. sealed in there and everything like that. Four days. Be fine. Um. Okay, so in four days, you'll get his DNA back. Um,
0: Do you address have, that to your office, not...
3: Well, here? I have a contact with the state crime lab... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll put the, the address and contact information under my clinic. Because we okay.
3: we take DNA samples and UA samples all the time and send them to the State crime. Okay. Sounds yeah, good. I am helpful. <laughs> Shit, this time. I need everybody
1: to make an int times five.
3: Got it. 18 under 55.
0: 20 under 85.
3: Jesus, you genius.
1: Okay, everybody passed yeah I'm here. Right on, right on. Um, okay, so as you're looking at this, um, you know, this... Uh, body you're all just kind of theorizing like where did these heavy metals come from what's up with this strange gut flora um, what's going on with them and you come to a realization that the only place that this that that has this high level of metals and things like that that in like you know the whole you know within a hundred miles within you know the only place is the Berkeley pit.
0: Fucking butte. Goddamn
1: butte. Fade to black. We'll find out what happens on the next episode.